Okay, hello, welcome to Greenhouse Live. Sorry I'm on a bit late tonight. Um, I was actually at the game, but Steve's um, not wasn't there and um, and Matt's away. So I've had to come home and to do it at home, which is not a bad thing because it's absolutely freezing cold outside. So uh, quite happy not to be standing outside, but also wanted to watch Ricky's press conference because I know we'll be um, talking about that. Look, um, a very obviously a very disappointing night for the club. Um, the news uh, about Josh Hogson looks pretty bad. It looks like he's done his knee, uh, so that's going to be uh, the season. Um, you'll get a scan probably tomorrow, but uh, it seems as though there's not much doubt that he's uh, gone for the year. So obviously second ACL, uh, different knee this time to what he did uh, last time. Um, so that's really disappointing. Bailey Simonson's also done his shoulder as well. I don't think that'll be quite as uh, long out as, as Josh, but um, unfortunately the injuries keep mounting and um, and obviously to make matters worse, we got beat uh, 20 to 14 against the Storm uh, in pretty tough conditions, uh, very, very heavy sort of dew and fog after, after a really wet afternoon. So uh, strange conditions, but... Um, made it very, very slippery out there and certainly absolutely freezing as well. Um, look, let's let's talk about the Hogston. And please, um, plenty of comments if we can because it's hard when I do it by myself. So uh, more than happy to answer all your questions. Um, look, um, Hogston, obviously disappointing. Um, I'll talk about the, the, the send-off or the, the sin-binning as well, but... I have to say that at the time I wasn't watching that. I um, I saw Josh come out of the line and I'm not so sure why he came flying out of the line at that point anyway, but as soon as he went down, um, he was in real trouble. And um, it's interesting, actually, because um, I got the sports is my ear and, and um, Fox, of course, are doing these, these games off, off TV. They're, they're still based in Sydney and, and doing it off TV. So they're only, they're only calling what's on the pitches and, and it seems as though Fox didn't show... Hogson straight away, or, or realised that he was down. They were showing the the, um, the video ref and, and that sort of stuff. But uh, I saw him go down, and I thought, oh no, oh no. Um, and uh, he didn't move. And um, when you when you go down like that without a lot of contact, I think there was a bit of a kick to the ankle as well as he went. But uh, without a lot of contact, it always looks pretty bad. We saw that with um, Radley and Verrills the other other week for Roosters. So, um, look, we all got to hope that hopefully it's it's not as bad as as um, what everyone's saying. But um, it would be a miracle, I think, if if he wasn't um, didn't have the ACL and wasn't going to be out for the season. So you know he'll go and have to do the have the op again and and have to do all the rehab again and, and come back like he did a couple of years ago. Um, so you know, heartbreaking uh, loss there. We'll talk about some of the potential replacements a bit later, but um, yeah, very very disappointing. Um, clearly not a game that potentially um, particularly went our way with with the fifty fifty calls. We we got some got some pretty bad calls against us. I thought I, I know I sort of have a policy of not coming and talking um, and really bagging the referees. I'm not I'm actually not even too sure who the referee was tonight, but. Um, there were some very strange decisions, I have to say. The uh, the decision to send Simonson to the bin seemed absolutely ridiculous to me. Uh, he's competing for the football and, um, you know, he's, he's competing for the football. I can't see how it can even be a penalty, let alone a, 
uh, sin bin. Um, and for the for that to go, it's one thing for the radio to the ref to make the decision on field, um, but for that to go to the bunker and then for them to make that decision seems extraordinary. Um, you know, I just can't see where they got that from uh, to suggest that was a pen, uh, a uh, a uh, professional foul. Um, he's just competing for the ball. Um, shouldn't have even been a penalty, let alone, let alone a a, um, a sin bin. And, and I guess if Charles Nickel Clockset hadn't have been coming across, they would have given him a penalty try as well, which would have been even worse. So um, that that obviously um, hurt us because we had um, we had the first try with with um, Charles making a pretty pretty ordinary mistake to be honest um, trying to shepherd it out and and then sort of getting into a terrible tangle and, and having a swipe at the ball and 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 well not missing it but but not making enough contact to to put it out and and Branko um, Branko Lee coming through um, you know the, the thing that the thing that sometimes fullbacks forget I think there is they all have to do is actually ground the ball and if you ground the ball that's that's um, the ball's dead so um, that was disappointing. I also felt the the um, decision to um, for that penalty goal that they got right in front of the storm was a crazy decision as well. Um, Christian Welsh is, is running to Louis, not not the other way around. So I'm not too sure where uh, Dunamis Louis was expected to go at that point, and um, and they gave that that uh, that kick in front, which which in some ways made it made a difference in the end because um, Jared's tried to rush those couple of kicks and not happen. We've had the one with Elliot Whitehead, just be short of the line. It probably was the right call, um, but, you know, nine times out of ten you get there with that. He probably did lose it just before the line, um, but uh, not to be. So, and, and two of those tries were right against the run of play. So there was there was the one early on they got, um, and also the um, the one in the second half. And that Pappenhouse is a special player. How the... How the Tigers ever um, basically just let him go, and um, and no one else sort of really pushed too hard to pick him up. Um, he was a gun in juniors, Pappenhaus, and he was he was probably sort of behind um, um, Trebovic and um, and Gutterson. Sorry, it was the other one I was thinking about from Manly. At the, he was Gutterson was Manly junior, um, and uh, and Kotrick is sort of the fullbacks coming through. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think you could see from a pretty early time that Pappenhausen had something special. So how how um, clubs just passed on him, I'll never know because um, he's a great player. But but you know we were we were attacking at that point. He's he's you know, done an amazing job to to turn on a sixpence really on in wet conditions and and just you know fly down on the sideline. So both of those tries sort of were were against the run of play and 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 then the one they got after we got. Um, Ten in the bin was was always going to be tough with with Williams and uh, and Oldfield. We talked about a lot about Williams and Oldfield last week about their defence and um, and when they don't have anyone outside them as well, they're going to struggle. So the fact that they scored a try right in that spot during that time when those um, those uh, we only had twelve on the field, uh, as well as the shock of of Hogson going off, um, is no real surprise. Um, so look, it's 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 obviously um, a very very tough uh, night. I know the players are, are, and we just heard Ricky on the on the TV are very disappointed, obviously. But and and 
notwithstanding uh, the fact we've got to get over this pretty quick because we've got a five-day turnaround to play the Premiers. So um, it's coming thick and fast at the moment and, and it's going to be tough. But uh, the the next stages are going to be are going to be a hard one for us because we, we have lost some really key players and that's going to, that's going to hurt us. We, we should... should uh, um, Add too that Melbourne had a lot out tonight too. They they had Munster out and Kafusi out and Bromwich got hurt. So um, you know they're they're and Vunivalu out as well. So they're they're a little bit low on troops as well. Got some some inexperienced players in, but they um, they had enough smarts tonight, along with a bit of um, help to uh, to get over the line. And it, that was that was disappointing. They're playing pretty well, obviously. They beat the Roosters last week too. Um, I'm sure we've got plenty of comments coming through. You've got the heaps coming through, which is great. So I will um, I will get to those in a sec. Um, also, just want to talk about our forwards tonight. I thought our forwards were very, very good. Um, O'Donnell and uh, Louis early on were, were terrific. I thought um, Louis, a couple of really big hits. I know he dropped one ball, but um, I thought he, he really gave us a bit coming coming back into the team after after being out for two or three weeks. Um, he'd been a very consistent player for a long time, and then got dropped, and and uh, obviously was going to get his chance now with with a few few injuries, and did very well. I thought Kyle O'Donnell really uh, played well early on. He only got those first twenty minutes, but he but he really showed showed a bit, and he showed that he belonged at this level. So um, him coming in after only playing Jersey Flag last year, I don't think he's played any games for for Mounties. Um, so. Uh, you know, and obviously, well, sorry, he probably played the first game of the season for Mounties before the, the lockdown, but um, he wouldn't have played any last year. I didn't think. I don't think he played any for Mounties. I think he played flag all year for memory. Um, so for him to come in and um, and give a really good account, account of himself, he can be very proud of that. So um, he was good. I think he's probably going to get plenty of more chances now with obviously plenty out. But... Um, Clearly, we're going to be, be, be in trouble with without Hogson. Um, we've, Matt and I have talked a lot, both before the season and during the season, about um, the way we play and Hogson being such an important playmaker for us uh, with, with Williams and White not quite being that, that sort of um, traditional halfback's um, style. So um, with Hogson out, that's, that's going to mean there's a big hole there. Um, Havili is a good hooker, and I think he'll probably get a fair bit of a crack there. But um, he's certainly not really a playmaker. He's, he's he's not a hooker half. He's a hooker forward. So um, we're not going to get the same stuff out of him. I think Tom Starling will probably get a bit of a chance as well. Um, he he has a real crack, Tom. He no one works harder than him, but um, he doesn't have size on his side, and, and that that's always going to be the thing that's going to hold him back. Um, but he's probably going to get a chance now. But it is going to be very, very hard to be with the top teams without um, Hogson, without um, without Bateman, um, although he'll hopefully come back, uh, Hawes, Brasoliola, Gula um, and Simonson, uh, all probably going to be out for an extended period, is, is going to hurt us. So um, we're just going to have to do the best we can with what we've got. We, we showed, I thought we showed a lot of character tonight. I, I, I thought, thought we had a real crack. I'm certainly not going to get stuck into anyone tonight. We... We had a real crack tonight. We came to play. We were we were um, desperate. I think you saw that was it was a fantastic thing that was by the Raiders media to be able to show that uh, Kai O'Donnell getting his um, announced for his first game, 
And I think that the, the, the other stuff around that that Ricky did, just about where we needed different forwards to stand up, um, I think they proved that tonight. I mean, the party was massive. That first half was fantastic. The try he scored. Um, you can argue whether he should have been left off on the bench for as long as he was in the second half. We, we were The game was slipping away. We needed um, to probably have him on the field if we are going to have any chance. But... Um, whereas we went with the preconceived plan. I'm not too sure whether that's always the way to go, but we've talked about that before, about that doesn't seem to change. Um, I talked about Louis and O'Donnell. Um, I thought Sutton was good when he came off the bench too. So um, the forwards really did stand up and, and we had a real crack, but they're a good side. They're a good side under pressure, the storm, and they sort of had too much for us. They, had, you know, they were able to get a couple of tries against the run of play and... Um, and get a few favourable decisions. I will say one thing about the decisions: the the uh, try that Kotrick scored, I thought was a was a mile forward. The pass from from Croker, it was really good hands from White into Croker, but the the pass looked well forward to me. So um, we'll get to some comments in a sec. The other thing I wanted to say is that well done to the crowd tonight. Um, you know, there's only fifteen hundred people there. We're all on the eastern side. Um, I thought it really did create, create a bit of atmosphere tonight. Last week was pretty pretty quiet whereas I thought tonight there was a real atmosphere Simon with his drum down the front keeps keeps noise going if nothing else but um the members that were there tonight were um were all showed a fair bit of passion and 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 that was great and I, I certainly understand too there's a lot of members that are watching this that couldn't be there tonight for many reasons I know um Steve uh decided not to go tonight he's um a bit worried about the COVID stuff um that would have obviously been a pretty hard decision for him to make. I know he loves um, going to the Raiders as much as anyone. So big shout-out to him um, as well, but also any other people that made the decision not to go tonight. Um, I can understand why people make that decision. Um, it's not a decision that I made. I certainly was, was keen to go, but um, I can understand why people would make that decision. Um, but also those who, who couldn't get tickets or you know um, were planning to get tickets and then they... They went off sale. Um, hopefully, you're able to support from home, and and hopefully, as we we go with this, we'll be able to get get better crowds. Hopefully, um, we will have uh, less issues with the um, COVID as well. It'd be nice in in the ACT. Um, okay, let's let's go and get to some comments. So, um, Warren, so I don't think we've had comments from Warren before. Great effort, uh, great effort, despite our efforts to try and save the game and play catch up footy. Ricky's so right, you can lose games in the first half and that's it, all over by then. Well, I don't think it was all over. What was it at halftime? It was 12-6. But, um, you know, we were kept playing catch-up the whole time. Um, the top team so far, uh, so, so close. We weren't that far off the top regardless. Uh, but feel it's going to be a hard slog. So I think we've talked about that. Yep, I think that's that's true. It's going to be... It's going to be a bit of a slog to um, to get there with with the injuries, but you know, with that comes opportunity for other players, and with that builds resilience. So um, that's all we can look forward to that, that other players will get the chance, and um, they'll have to find something. So you know, we, that that will be exciting to um, to watch. Uh, Andrew's saying uh, Papa was massive. Agree, he was fantastic. I thought disgraceful uh, ref calls. We had our chances. I think um, I've talked about that. Um, the refs, you know, anyone that watches this all the time knows that I don't like talking about the refs, but I think it's worth talking about tonight because I think there were some really bad calls um, that, that were really costly at, at important times of the game. 
Um, Havili at hooker will straighten the attack and we look our best that way. Look, I'm glad you've got the the faith in Lever and I, I think Lever's a great player, but um, he's no Josh Hogson. Josh Hogson is probably... Uh, behind Cameron Smith is probably the best hooker going around. Maybe Damien Cook will be up there too. But, um, yeah, Hodjo's Hodjo's a great player, so he's not going to be easily easily covered. Um, Steve Spencer saying, unfortunately, we didn't see anyone stand up after Hogson's injury. Uh, White and Sutton should have controlled the middle to get it out to Kotrick and Croker. Um, look, I'm not I'm not too sure um, who. Um, I think that's a bit harsh, actually. I'm not too sure that we didn't stand up all night. Actually, I thought we we had a had a real crack all night, and um, we weren't able to get there, unfortunately. But um, we, we certainly wasn't through lack of trying. Um, Matthew Kennedy saying sack Brown Atkins. I, I didn't quite um, know whether it was Atkins. I thought it was Atkins. It was a referee, but I didn't want to um, drop him in before. Um, before I checked who it was, but uh, it was Atkins, I think. So, uh, look, it wasn't his best game, I didn't think. But, but of course, he didn't make the decision about the the Simonson uh, ten in the bin. Um, he made some other bad calls, but he but the video ref made that call, and um, I thought that was pretty poor. Um, Gavin saying uh, bring in Sam Williams as dummy half, maybe. Um, look, I don't think that'll be the option. I I think there's there's a couple of options there. Um, Havili will probably play. Hooker is first choice, I would think. Although, with our um, lack of numbers in the forwards, we sort of sort of need him there too. Um, you've probably got two options. You've got um, Tom Starling, who who is a hooker, played um, one or two games last year when we had um, a couple out during the Origin period. White, and I think, was out, and and um, I think from memory, and uh, Hogson, I think, was maybe Hogson was out too, but. Um, yeah, he's he's played before. He, look, he's a very good player. He's a good player for for Mounties. He was a very good player in all the juniors for Newcastle. Um, but he's 170 centimeters, and, and there's not too many guys in the NRL 170 centimeters. So the the issue for him will always be size. Um, he certainly has a crack, um, but I think he'll probably get his chance now. The other the other option I think is probably more likely than Sam Williams is um, is Matt Frawley to hooker um, if they were to go down that path. Um, I think he probably fits in that position a bit better than Sam Williams. So um, I think it'll be Havili and, and Starling to start with, but um, Frawley, I think, will be in the mix as well. Um, uh, Whitehead is underpaid, says Chris. Yeah, look, I thought he had a fantastic game tonight. Um, obviously, that one where he got ankle tapped and, and just lost the ball just before the line was disappointing. Um, and that would have been a really important try to get at that point. But um, I think he's playing injured as well. I, I think he's actually got a real problem with that knee. So he and Tarpany, you talk about a forward being injured, he and Tarpany, I think, are carrying injuries as well. So he's been massive for us this, this year, absolutely massive, and, and I think he was he was right up there um, tonight. I tend to forget to do the votes at the end, but I certainly want to put him in the votes when I when I get that. Uh, Owen's saying, I heard you easily on TV. Okay, well, I'm not too sure if he's talking directly about me or not, but uh, I was certainly there screaming as loud as I could, Owen, and um, and getting pretty frustrated at times uh, with a few drop balls and a few decisions. Um, I have been known to smack the chairs in front of me, and um, last year when we started to go so well, we there wasn't too much opportunity to smack the chairs in front because... Um, 
there was there was generally people sitting on them. The ground was pretty full, but obviously with only fifteen hundred in at the moment and everyone having to space out, there's plenty of opportunity to whack the whack the seat in front. And I um I gave it a fair hammering at times. Um, Gordon saying I'd start Havili because of his first grade experience and have Starling on the bench. Um, yeah, well, I mean, the other thing about Havili is he won't play 80 minutes of hooker, so um, we're going to need some cover there. Uh, there's a couple of the comments, I think, amongst each other there. I won't, I'm not too sure exactly what the first one is there, so I'll leave, leave that gone. Uh, Chris, is, Chris is also saying thanks for the show. Really enjoy it after the match. Well, look, thanks, Chris. We love we love doing it as well. It's obviously, um, we love doing it from outside the ground as well, but um, it was easier just to come home tonight than try and chock it up somewhere and, and do that and, and do it by myself with, with Steve and Matt not being there. Um, but I apologise for being a bit late on. Um, and Karen saying, yes, get young blokes on and let them run free. Yeah, well, um, a few guys will get an opportunity now and um, and they'll need to um, need to stand up. Uh, Ricky's saying the spark, where will we find the spark? Um, yeah, we will need to um, to find something. Clearly, clearly the, the where we've still got... Um, Plenty of good players is in is in the backs. But I mean, Simonson's going to miss um, a little bit now. But but you've still got Rapana to come in in that position, and um, and I think Kotrick on the left side is probably better actually. Anyway, um, so you got um, Williams and White in there. Again, as I've said before, I'd like to see White touch the ball more than what he's doing. Um, Gordon's saying here that that Whiten dug in after Hogson went off. And I agree with that. He, he played quite well. But i just like to see him get his hands on the ball more and more. Um, he's not probably not doing that. And um, and George Williams is, is, is playing well as well. But, um, again, at times, I think he, he um, his options can be a little bit better. He, he does try and go for that kick early um, a lot. And he's pretty good at that. But... Um, Sometimes I think we we probably and this is I think the way they coach as well. But sometimes I think we could could have another couple of couple of cracks that we we can kick too early and and turn the ball over too early. I think um, Ricky Dean nobody looks to be the player to turn the game in the head. Why have Sam if we won't use him? If we brought him back for what? Uh, well, Sam Williams was here last year as well, and um, I don't think there's any doubt, Ricky, that um, George Williams and Jack Whitener are best options in the half. So I'm not too sure where you're calling for Sam Williams to be playing. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too sure that that's uh, there. Uh, Mark is saying, stood up tonight with all the injuries and bad refereeing decisions. Scott Sargent saying, no Mounties as a reserve side. Who will the Raiders look to pair with? I might come back to that one, Scott, because I want to talk about that with the Mounties. The Mounties won't be with, um, with uh, the Raiders next year. Um... Oh, Owen, I think, was referring to the crowd in general. It's probably um, a little bit hard, actually, to hear the crowd on Fox, Owen, because um, I think they're still doing that fake crowd noise, so it's probably a bit hard to tell what is real and what is what is fake there. But but I can tell you, being in the crowd, there was there was plenty of noise um, within the 1,500 that were there and, and certainly were um, having a fair crack. It probably easier for the referee to with... Um, Pretty much everyone on the eastern side. The, the top of the western side was open, but um, pretty much everyone on the eastern side. So when the referee comes off, he's um, walking through the tunnel. He's not coming through um, coming through the Raiders crowd. Uh, what have we got? Hayden saying, everyone in life to do, do their job as best their ability. 
job keepers and players have repercussions when they do the right wrong thing? Why doesn't the bunker have the same? Well, look, they they, they make decisions on that. The referees is to and they do drop referees at times. Um, I thought they were they were a bad call tonight, and um, and you know we've talked about that. Um, whether that video ref, I'm, I'm not actually too sure who the video ref was um, that made that call, but whether that video ref will be there next week, we'll wait and see. Um, I'm not too worried about that, to be honest. I'm just worried about ourselves and how we're playing. Um, Mark is saying Roosters next week. Um, already have injured players. Um, and, yeah, I think he's talking about Whitehead and Tarpany carrying injuries. So, look, that's that's a risk that we've got to take, I think. But, um Jeez, if we leave uh, Whitehead and Tarpany out, we're going to be in a world of pain against the Roosters. Um, I don't know who we'll end up playing there. So, um, look, Matthew's also talking about George Williams. Um, seems a bit lacking in attack at times. He's talking about Frawley. Look, we, we can talk about Frawley. We can talk about Sam Williams. I don't think either of those are going to come in ahead of George Williams. I think George Williams has been very good for us um, over the, what, nine games that he's played. So, you know, I think his performance has been pretty good. I've said before that he's, the way he plays is a little bit, um, is not such an organising half and Whiten's not an organising half either so um, what you will see is you'll see a real need for Hogson to play that to play that organising role in fact probably if anything we've, we've talked about this he was overplaying his hand a bit at times with that he's not going to be there now so um, that's going to make it a bit harder but I, but I wouldn't be going down the path of having uh, Frawley or Sam Williams in in the halves ahead of White or, or George Williams. It'll be um, it'll be those two for a while yet, unless we get more injuries. Kevin forbid, but um, it'll be those two for a while yet, and uh, we'll go with um, we'll go with um, different hookers. Probably, as I say, probably Havili and Starling. I would think, but but potentially Frawley might get a might get a go there. Uh, Steve Spencer, Ricky's bet with Bellamy. Yeah, apparently Bellamy. Um, Talked about doing a nudie run. I don't think that was actually at the ground. I think it was supposed to be um, on a golf course in Queensland eventually when they got together. But, um, yeah, we'd had a pretty good run against the Storm, obviously, to beat them three times in a row in, in Melbourne was pretty good. And, I, and I, I think they really set themselves tonight to the Storm. They wanted to um, to get one back on us. So um, they'd be pretty pleased to get, get away with that, I think. Um, uh, Warren sort of talking about Jack kicking 40-20s. Well, the ground was pretty heavy. It wasn't easy to kick 40-20s, and we we probably made some pretty good metres most of the time, so we weren't having our kick behind the behind the 40-metre line. So um, there, uh, Chris is saying we started halfway reading through the comments. Sorry, this is sometimes the way it comes through on, um, on Facebook, Chris. If I can get those others up, I will. But no, the ones I, the ones I read are at the top of what I'm seeing, but I may be reading some... Back to front, so apologies about that, but I'll try and get through every one that I, I can. Um, uh, now, uh, clunky with who owns the team in attack? Williams, White, or Hogson? Well, clearly not Hogson now. Um, so Williams or White? Well, I think I've covered that. Yeah, but they're not that necessarily those those type of players. Um, Kurt's another one calling for Sam Williams. So again, you know. I, I can see where you're coming from with that, but but I don't think that'll be the way we'll be going. Um, and Jan actually agrees with that too. Um, Bailey Simons, I think the question was what uh, injury. Now, according to Ricky, that was a subluxation of the shoulder. So that's basically when your shoulder pops out. Um, so, look, we'll see what 
uh, that that happens. You'd have to think that he wouldn't be right in five days' time. Uh, how many weeks that is, I don't know, but it, um, it you'd think it's probably going to be a bit the best part of a month at least. Um, Mike saying uh, good uh, repeat sets, better short kicking game tonight. Yeah, we got a got a few good short kicks in. We made a couple of blues early on. We 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 needed to keep pressure on when, particularly when we had that period. You know, they scored first, and we had that period for probably the next fifteen minutes where we had a lot of the play. Um, there were a couple of poor short kicks that went out, which which frustrated me. I think that's where the the um, seats in front got whacked um, because we just needed to keep the pressure on. So. Yeah, um, as the game went on, uh, there was some good um, good short kicks, but uh, there were a few ordinary ones early on as well. Apparently, there's Ben Galea in the bunker. Um, there's generally a, a ref with them too, so I'm not too sure. Ben Galea is a former player. Um, there's generally a, a ref and a former player, So, um, and I think it's sort of more the ref that makes the call, so I'm not too sure exactly who that was in the bunker. But um, Ah, Mark, I thought someone might... Um, talk about this where was our penalty when the storm didn't take the dropout within the time limit or is that arbitrary with the refs well so riley jacks i think it was was injured um and that was their argument the storm that was they were you know attending to an injured player and that they could stop it seemed very strange you know we had the we had that penalty against us when we we didn't pack the scrum quick enough so the crowd was certainly baying for a penalty for us and and initially, when they seemed to take forever, I wasn't overly uh, unhappy about that because that was during the 10 minutes when we had Simonson off and, and we needed a bit of a breather. But, um, yeah, I certainly would love to have seen a penalty there because um, that would have allowed us to, one, get two more points, but also just um, wind the clock down a little bit while we only had 12 on the field. So um, I'm not too sure exactly what the, the reason was why they didn't get that, the, well... The reason must have been because they they felt that you know it was fair enough that they were looking to the injured player, but it did seem a bit rough, like a few other calls that we got um, got uh, today. Um, but um, anyway, that's that's the way it goes. Um, it did seem it did seem unfair, and then of course it made matters worse that we we stuffed up the drop. The, was that dropout? I think we was the one where it went out, um, and we stuffed it up, and they got the ball back. So yeah, at that point. Nothing seemed to be going right, so you know at that point it could have been an absolute whitewash. After that, so you know we showed we showed a fair bit of resilience. Um, plenty of comments about the referee. Sam's talked about that as well. Uh, uh, I was surprised that we did not lose the captain's challenge when Young got penalised for not clearing the ruck. Could have been a big momentum changer. I think that must have been the one that um, Cameron Smith did the did the challenge. Um, on uh on i think scott um, i think that's the one you're referring to um that that went our way i wasn't surprised by that um lauren are we any chance this year um look to win the premiership um i think we're probably long odds at the moment to be honest long lauren with um with the numbers out it's going to be tough um we're going to have to get through this period um we've got plenty of tough games to come we've got roosters and rabbits the next two games um, we're five and four now. We're just going to have to hang strong and um, and hopefully stay better than fifty percent on the ledger, and then hopefully get a few back towards the end, and and hopefully get a few wins towards the end and, and make a charge then. But um, it does look a long way from from being a real chance to um, to compete, which is you know it's devastating, um, Lauren, because um, 
we had such high hopes at the season, the start of the season, coming after last year. Obviously, a lot of things have happened in the world since um, since we got into pre-season. But, um, you know, and then to come back so strong in that first game after the, the break um, and be Premiership favourites, um, to be where we are now is, is obviously really heart, heartbreaking. So uh, it's going to need people to stand up and we're going to need to find something. Um, and we're going to need to battle to make the finals, I think. And now if we get there... You know, who knows if, if things can go our way um, and maybe if we, we have a few back. Not Hodjo, I wouldn't think, but, but potentially most of those others could could be back by the finals if we're lucky. So maybe at that point we can go. Uh, Gordon's sort of saying that we should be um, sticking with the same halves. I agree with that. Uh, Chris talking very impressed with Hudson. Yeah, I thought I thought Hudson was very good tonight too. Um, I thought that both our back rowers were, were good. So um, when I talk about the uh, votes, they'll certainly be there. Um and uh, Gordon's also agreeing with that. Uh, right, Mike was saying that Riley Jacks dived a couple of times with penalties. Uh, yeah, Owen's correct. Yep, there's, there's that one where we, we didn't get the penalty, that then the dropout went into touch. Um, why is Nick not playing the centres, says Chris. Look, I, I we talked about that at length last week. Um, uh, Chris, um, I think I'd like to see Kotrick in the centres. Um, or at least left side wing, which he was towards the end. Um, personally, I'd like to see him in the centres. I'm not convinced about Oldfield being in the centres. Um, and I would probably have Curtis Scott back, but I don't want to bring that uh, that old chestnut back because we, we had that uh, debate for long enough a couple of weeks ago. Um, Kerry's also saying good game by Sutton. Uh, yeah, look, I agree with Sutton. No, I think he's, he's a very good player. I'd... I'd I'd just like to see him maybe lose a kilo or two. I just think that um, he could just get a touch fitter. I reckon he could, if he could get just that touch fitter, he could be, he wouldn't lose anything in strength. And I just reckon he would be an absolute superstar then. Uh, he's a very, very good player. I thought he was very unlucky last year to, to get dropped and miss the finals. Um, I just, I just like to see him be able to punch out a few more minutes than he does. And I just reckon if he, if he just got a little a touch fitter, I reckon he could do that. Um, I think as he develops, and remember he's only quite young. He's not, he's not like most of the other English players that have come out here that have been established players. He he was a, a he played a lot of games for Wigan, but he was a fringe player, you know, bench player for Wigan. So um, for him to to come here, I'd just like to see him get a touch fitter, and I reckon he would be an even better player than what he is now. Um, Kotrick, uh, yeah, Matthew saying Kotrick had a great game, a must retain for us. Yeah, he's definitely a, definitely someone we hope to get. We've put the contract off for now, it seems, from what's being talked about in the press. It's not as much per year as what the Bulldogs offer is, but um, I'm not too sure you want to go to the Bulldogs. I think they're they've got a they've got a while to go before they're going to be a decent side. So um, I I would be very disappointed if he leaves. Nick being a local junior would be be very. Disappointing if he was to leave. I, I definitely hope he, he stays. And, and if he signs that five-year contract, he's there for, for a long, long time. Um, uh, Mark's still saying that he's um, he may leave. Well, well, look, and I mean, there's been some talk about the centre position and where Kotrick wants to play. I mean, I'm not too sure about that. Kotrick got to go at fullback for a while last year and he didn't seem to want to play there. So um, he's played Origin on the wing. He's played Test football on the wing. Um, I'm not convinced that he desperately wants to play centre as much as what some people are saying. But but I but I yeah you know, I saw him in juniors a lot and he played fullback as a as a younger junior. 
Um, but when he came twenties, he played left centre and, um, sorry, he played right centre, uh, and that's where he um, that's where he excelled. So I have always thought that that's probably his best position. Um, I would probably be having uh, him there and um, and Rapana on the wing and and as I say, I would personally have Curtis Scott ahead of um, Oldfield. I still think that Curtis Scott long-term will be a good player for us. Um, and Chris is saying we'll play Sutton at 13. Yeah, look, I think that's where his best is when he starts there. Um, clearly, they had a plan tonight to play Kai O'Donnell for the first 20 and pump out some minutes out of him uh, and then hopefully get uh, Sutton and Tarpany coming off the bench and, and keeping that role forward going, along with Havili. Obviously, Havili had to go into hooker. Um, that, was, that was the game plan to get O'Donnell in and probably punch 20 minutes out of him early on as opposed to being towards the end. Um, Lauren's also saying, any goss on who we might sign with the Bateman compensation coin? Uh, no, 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 I don't know, Lauren. Um, we have got some money now in our salary cap to spend on that. We also had a couple of spots on our list as well. Who that, when of course we've lost um, Luke Bateman and um, JJ Collins and Murchie uh, left early as well. Go the Warriors. Um, so that gives us some options, but but you know let's 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 not kid ourselves there. We're not going to get Jesse Bromwich or um, Tamalolo out of that when we're trying to get a forward. We're going to get we're going to get someone who's probably not getting a game for their club and on the fringes. So um, they will probably come in and, and be in the fringes for us and and hopefully give us a bit of depth. But you know you know I'd be very surprised if we're going to find a superstar there. So um, that hopefully will give us some depth and we'll need that, but. You know, we're we not going to go and find a find a, a a guy that comes in and just just you know blitzes for us. I wouldn't have thought so. It'll be um, there. Uh, Kurt saying, would Curtis Scott have a positive or negative result in the game in your opinion? Also, did you rate Brad Drew as a Raiders half? Geez, that's going back a long time, Brad Drew. Um, look, I I I still think that. I didn't want to get into this, but I still think that Curtis Scott long term will be a good player for us. So. Um, I've probably got the view that Michael Oldfield's the guy that is probably on the fringes that plays when he needs to play, um, but probably wouldn't be a, a regular first grader from my point of view. He's a wonderful guy and fantastic to have in the, around the team, but um, probably a bit like Sam Williams, he wouldn't be my first choice. Uh, bench forwards next week, Chris. Jeez, uh, well, well, probably not particularly different to tonight. We haven't, I mean... Hogson's a hooker. Um, we only need to cover Havili, but I think you'll probably find that Starling will come in there. So I think we'll need another hooker off the bench. Now, Now whether that allows us the luxury, and Simonson's going to be out now. So uh, whether that gives us the luxury of playing uh, back off the bench, I'm not too sure. The, the obvious one there would be for Scott to come in. I mean, we're just talking about all combinations there, but for Scott and Oldfield to play and... Um, and and still have that back that back on outside back on the bench, but with the need for a second hooker, um, that leaves you pretty skinny in the forward. So um, I'd have to sit down and go through that. But there's, geez, I'm not too sure who would be your next choice. Um, Darby Bendlin would probably be the other choice. Um, he was um, in the squad this week. He's another player that I talked about a little bit last year in the in the um, in Greenhouse Live when we we're talking about flag. Um, he's he's a very good player to me, but a very good prospect. But again, he's a bit like O'Donnell, I think, probably 
ideally would have um, been good for him to play Mounties all this season and um, and maybe get the odd game. But but with him not playing um, lower grades, it does make it pretty tough on, on guys coming through. So he, pro- he would have played that first game of the season where we played Manly for Mounties played well, Blacktown um, and we beat them. But there hasn't been any lower grade since. So, um, you know, that's, that makes it pretty tough. I, th- I believe there was actually a bit of a, a scratch match today, actually. This was before the gates opened, that the Storm brought down all their players that they had. And I think there was a bit of a scratch match between um, the reserves for both sides. I think that it only meant there was about 10 a side. But I think they did actually have a scratch match. So I think they actually got some football tonight. But that's probably not much more than sort of an opposed session. Um uh, Chris McQueen being a good backup, someone's suggesting. Uh, yeah, Chris McQueen played Origin a long time ago, but I think he's probably um, past his best now. Um, I guess he's an option. Uh, someone's saying Jack Herrington. That's not his name. Um, it's Hetherington. Oh. Yes, Hetherington. Um, look, there was a lot of talk that he was going to come to the Raiders over over summer, actually. He's, um, he's Brett Hetherington's uh, son and also... Um, sorry, I reckon I've got his first name wrong. His father played for Raiders as well. I'm trying to remember his first name. Um, and he's Brett Mullins' um, nephew. But um, he's on the loan to the Warriors. So um, he's not going to be leaving the Warriors anytime soon. And, um, and when he does that, he'll go back to Penrith. So I'd be very surprised if we got him. Uh, someone's suggesting Scott Sargent. Uh, oh, sorry. No, he's not. He's suggesting Scott Sargent had a good idea. Not that I was that was that there was another guy, Sergeant, that used to play uh, for us. So um, yeah, uh, Owen's saying didn't Derby play under twenties Origin last year with the likes of Tex Hoy? Yes, he did. Um, he did play uh, uh, Origin under twenties Origin last year. Had a very very good game. He played with Tex Hoy. Tex Hoy played in that game too. Uh, Matt Burton was the standout player in that game. He um, New South Wales won that game pretty easy. He he had a great game. Burton. He was. Um, He's from Penrith. You've probably seen him play. Um, very good player. But um, you know, Derby had a great game that night, and all the Raiders twenties players went up and and watched him. I was there as well, and um, yeah, he had a very good, good game. He Derby Medlin, if you if you want to play to comparing to, it's Sean Fenson. I mean, that's that's that workhorse up the middle. So you know, I, I I think that Derby will be a good player for us, and I think he'll play first grade, and I think he'll play a lot of first grade games, but. Um, whether that'll be next week and whether that'll be whether you have a, a huge impact when he plays in the next, I think he'll probably get a game in the next month. Um, I'm not too sure, but long term, and I think same with Kai O'Donnell, long term he'll be a good player. But um, they are they are probably not, you know, in an ideal world they're probably not the guys you'd choose right at the moment. But uh, they're going to get their chance, and and you know with. Um, with disappointment comes opportunity. With with losses of other players come opportunity. So Kai took his tonight, and um, if Darby gets his chance, I'm sure he'll acquit himself well. Um, Scott's also asking, um, yeah, Brett Hetherington. Thank you, Karen. Um, uh, Scott Sargent's also uh, asking about Seb Chris. Yeah, look, I'm not sure what's happening with Seb Chris. I think Seb um, decided not to um, to take a bit of a break. Um, someone told him told me. Um, he delivered a Star Trek parcel to him, so um, I'm not too sure he's even part of the squad right at the moment. He, he's officially on the list, but I'm not too sure he's part of the squad, so I'm not too sure where um, it's all gone with, with Seb. Um, he looked pretty good last year and um, 
was part of a, the 21 for the grand final. So if he's lost to the game, that would be a very sad thing. And I hope um, I hope that's not the case. Um, I think that's, I got through all the comments there. As again, again, apologies if they weren't in the order that uh, they came. Um, now, a couple of other things I want to talk about. So first of all, I'll do the votes because I always forget that. So for me, um, Josh Papali, three. I thought he, uh, in the first half, had a, a massive, massive half. Really gave us um, a great run when the forwards needed to step up, um, including that try. Um, as I say, I think he was probably left on the bench a little bit too long in the second half. Um, and I'm going to give the other votes to the two back rowers. So I, I would give two to Whitehead and I'll give one to Hudson Young. Um, Kotrick and a couple of others probably not too far behind, but I, I thought that... Uh, Whitehead's been fantastic all season, gave us, gave us a lot tonight, and I thought Hudson Young was very good. Um, coming back, obviously, after a big suspension, he's been pretty good since he's been back. So uh, he's, a, he's a pretty um, solid player. Um, yeah, Mike saying, skip Chris on extended stick leave. So the other, the other news this week, obviously, was um, the news about Mounties deciding not to continue... Well, I'm not too sure whether this was a mutual decision, exactly how it came about, but Mounties are going to be in a partnership with um, the Bulldogs next year, uh, not the Raiders. So um, not too sure exactly why that decision's been made. I know they, the Bulldogs' assistant coach is Steve Antonelli, who was with us as... Oh, sorry, he was a Mounties coach for a long time and, and with us as a full-time employee. With, with actually used to come down for a few days each week and live with Dean Pay. So... No surprise that he went with Dean Pay to Bulldogs. Um, maybe there's a connection there. Um, it's disappointing. I think the, the relationship with Mounties has been pretty good. Um, certainly Steve talked a lot about this on Greenhouse last night, that his desire for us to have our own New South Wales Cup side, this of course talking about next year, it's not going to happen this year. Um, I would like to see that too. It would be great to have uh, a New South Wales Cup side in Canberra playing curtain raises or playing at Seafoot when there's not curtain raises thing. But um, the the reality is the Raiders haven't really wanted to pay the money for that. So um, there's not a lot of money going around at the moment. The the Raiders group, um, the Queanbeyan Club's open and the, the clubs in Canberra aren't allowed to have the pokies even going yet. So um, that that probably not going to be a lot of money flashing around there for, for someone to come and fund the team in Canberra. So... I think the plan is at this stage to try and find a partnership with someone else in Sydney, but um, we'll just have to wait and see what that comes out. That's obviously um, some time before that's, that becomes too relevant. It's not going to be till next season. Um, there's not expected to be any um, second-grade comps this year, and the, the current rules around the bubbles don't allow the players to play um, with... Um, non-players outside the bubble. So so that's why they had to cancel the uh, New South Wales Cup pretty early. Uh, Queensland Cup, same thing. Um, things like the Ron Massey Cup might be starting again, but they won't be able to go and play that. Um, the local competition's also going to start in a couple... Well, hopefully going to start in a couple of weeks. So there was a fixture came out this week for it to start in two weeks' time. So the 25th of uh, July, there's a fixture out now. It's on the Greenhouse. Um, but of course, with the COVID stuff happening this week and the, and the movement to um, stage three being delayed, uh, the Chief Health Officer said they'll make a decision next week, I think, on contact sport. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see whether that can start on time. But there's only going to be a four-team comp. There's going to be Queanbeyan Blues, Woden Rams, Gungahlin Bulls, and then our 20s are actually going to play 
in that comp, which would be good. And 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 if that goes ahead and we're able to play, um, it's it's pretty simple. The twenties are going to be playing three p.m. each Saturday afternoon. The draw set up, so they will play a hundred percent away games. So the games will all be played at. Um, Queenbeyan, Gungahlin or Woden. So um, if you're not doing anything on Saturday afternoons in a couple of weeks' time, um, let's get out and support the under-20s and, and also support the, the local teams as well, which will be good. It seems a good way to spend a late Saturday afternoon each week, I would have thought. Um, so they'll go for about nine nine rounds um, in a row. So uh, Roosters, Roosters next week. Um, uh now, I'll just go one more comment here. Um, put Marks, this was about the uh, the uh, New South Wales Cup, saying put a Queen Bee inside in. Yep, potentially that could be the case, Mark, but but someone's got to pay for it, and um, it's not cheap. Uh, and not a lot of money floating around in um, rugby league circles at the moment for that, so we'll see what happens. Uh, unless, just final comment, I'll just go through here. Kurt saying, do you think it's fair to say the Raiders really lift their intensity when they play against the heavyweights of the competition? Do you think complacency keeps in creeps in against some of the lesser sides? And do you finally think Jason Burham was unlucky not to play for New South Wales? I'm going to pass on that last one. I'm not too sure at all there. But uh, the... Um, Against the heavyweights, well, look, I'm not too sure we've done too poorly against the lightweights either. If you look over the last couple of seasons, we we lost to the Cowboys, which I thought was a pretty poor performance last year at home, and we lost to the Warriors when we were probably resting a whole heap of players going into the finals. So we haven't lost to the lightweights too often. Um, but, yeah, we, we stand up against the good sides. We've, we've played very well against the Storm the last few times. Um, we were pretty solid tonight, but, but things didn't go our way. Um, okay, uh, going to leave the comments there. So Roosters next week. It's a very, very short turnaround to Thursday night. Uh, that With the injuries, it doesn't help at all. Um, where we can do Greenhouse Live from is, is in the lap of the gods at the moment or probably the lap of the uh, Roosters ticketing. So certainly if I can get to Sydney and get a ticket, well, we can get to Sydney, but unless they close more borders. But um, if I can get a ticket to the Roosters game, I'll be there at the SCG. So... Um, I'd love to be doing Greenhouse Live from, from up there. I know there were a few of the boys came down from Sydney uh, today to watch, so I know they'd lo- definitely love to be able to go to the Sydney game. There's plenty of Sydney-based fans that would love to get out to the game. So my understanding at the moment is the Roosters are selling tickets to their members, um, but supposedly there's supposed to be uh, 10,000 people allowed at the SCG. So um, a Thursday night, probably at the best of times, uh, in the middle of winter, probably is not going to get for the Roosters home game at the SCG is probably going to get about 12,000 COVID, you know, outside of COVID. So I would have thought that if they're, if they're willing to sell the 10,000 tickets and they go and sell to Raiders, um, fans and members, we should be able to get some, but we'll just have to wait and see. They don't seem to be um, always releasing as many tickets as they want. Sometimes that comes quite late in the piece, but certainly a lot of people are staying away from the football at the moment, so there's, there's not great crowds. Um, so if we can, if we can, um, if we can get to uh, the SCG on Thursday night, we'll certainly be there. Otherwise, we certainly hope to be back at the Rabbitohs game. But there's um, with everything with it at the moment, it's a week to week thing. It looked like we're going to get six thousand this week, and then for a while there, it maybe looked like we're going to get none this week. So it was good that we were at least allowed to have the fifteen hundred people there. Um, I've done the votes, done that. Talked about the local comp, talked about Mounties. I think I've covered everything I wanted to catch to cover. Um, so look, 
Um, yeah, sad night tonight. Um, best wishes to Hodjo and, and Bailey and all the other guys that are injured at the moment. We've got to stick strong as, as fans at the moment. You know, we obviously had a good run last year. These are, these are tough times at the moment, but we've got to stick strong and be as, be as much supportive of the, of the Raiders as, um, as, as we were last year. So, look, until Thursday night, it's go Raiders.